want to talk to you for a moment. I, I've got a, a several things I want to talk to you about. Birkaç şey var sizinle konuşacağım. And it'll all hopefully come together. Ve umut ediyorum hepsi bir araya bağlanacak. But first I want you to see something in John chapter 2. Önce Yuhanna 2. bölümde bir şey görmenizi istiyorum. The first miracle that Jesus did. İsa'nın yaptığı ilk mucizeyi. Was that he turned water into wine. Suyu şaraba çevirmişti. Right? Değil mi? The first miracle Jesus did was turning water into wine. And I want you to see how this miracle happened. Because when they ran out of wine, the, the Bible says in John chapter 2, on the third day there was a marriage. This is a miracle that's going to happen right here. But it's also speaking about the future. Aynı zamanda gelecekten de bahsediyor bu. Through the resurrection, the third day represents the resurrection. Çünkü üçüncü gün dirilişi simgeler değil mi? And through the resurrection, once we're born again, we're going to be married to Jesus. Ve diriliş olduğunda biz yeniden doğduğumuzda Mesih'le birleşeceğiz. There's a marriage coming. Bir evlilik geliyor aslında bizim için. We are his church. Biz onun kilisesiyiz. We're the bride of Christ. Biz Mesih'in geliniyiz. We're his people. Biz onun halkıyız. He loves us. Bizi seviyor. Marriage on this earth is temporary. Listen, you need to hear what I'm saying here. Marriage on this earth is temporary. Now I've been married 31 years. I know I don't even look 31. But I've been married 31 years. My oldest child is 29 years old. And I believe in marriage. But you know what the Bible says Kusura about marriage? When we go to heaven, there is no marriage. It was only for this earth. Because it's to be a symbol and a picture of our intimacy with God. Marriage, marriage is beautiful and wonderful on earth. And equally it's challenging. Ve aynı zamanda meydan For those of you that are married, evli olanlar bilir. I know you can say amen to that. Amin diyebilirsiniz. Meydan okuyucudur. It's not easy all the time. Her zaman kolay değildir evlilik. But once you're married, ama bir kere evlendiğinizde, there's beauty. Orada bir güzellik vardır. And there's intimacy. Ve yakınlık vardır. And there's closeness. Ve çok yakın ilişki and vardır. And there's talking to one another. Birbirinizle konuşursunuz. And praying with one another. Birbirinizle dua edersiniz. And playing with one another. Ve birbirinizle oynarsınız aslında. I don't know how it rhymes here, but playing and praying in English is they rhyme together, playing and praying. So I'm all about praying and I'm all about playing. Hey. <gülüyor> İngilizcede şöyle ikisi aslında kafiyeli gider, dua etmek ve oynamak. Yani dua ederiz ve oynarız evlilikte aslında. If your marriage, your marriage should be fun. Life is supposed to be fun. In fact, the first miracle Jesus does. It's a fun miracle. It's a fun miracle. It's not a necessary miracle. Nobody really had to have wine that day. They ran out of wine. Why? Like, what's the big deal? They ran out of wine, people. Nobody was blind. Nobody was deaf. Nobody had demons in this in this miracle. It really wasn't necessary. It's a miracle of luxury. It's a miracle of celebration. Because Jesus wants us to know the Christian life is supposed to be a celebration. 
We're supposed to have joy. Sevince sahip olmamız gerekiyor. We're supposed to have happiness. Mutluluk olması gerekiyor hayatımızda. We're supposed to make this world jealous. Ve bu dünyanın bizi kıskanması gerekiyor. Jealous at our joy. Sevincimizi kıskanması lazım. But I travel around the world. Ama ben bütün dünyada seyahat ediyorum. And in my city too. Kendi şehrimde de. So many Christians are sad. Birçok imanlı üzgün. They're miserable. Çaresiz. They're not happy people. Mutlu insanlar değiller. Because we put so much religion on people. Çünkü çok fazla din koyuyoruz üstlerine. And Jesus, the first thing he does, ilk yaptığı şey, is he turns everything upside down. Her şeyi alt üstüne çeviriyor. And he shows us that he wants us to have a reason to celebrate. Bizim bir kutlamak için sebebimizin olmasını istiyor. So he turns this water into wine. Suyu şaraba çeviriyor ki. At a wedding. Bir düğünde. Because this wedding. Çünkü bu düğün. Symbolizes our relationship with God. Onunla olan ilişkimizi sembolize ediyor. And everything that happens in this in this miracle. Ve bu mucizede olan her şey. It symbolizes our relationship with God. Bizim Tanrı olan ilişkimizi sembolize For one thing, it was on the third day. Üçüncü gün şöyle oldu ama. So it symbolizes the resurrection. Üçüncü gün dirilişi simgeler. For another thing, it says Jesus was there. Diyor ki İsa orada. And his disciples. Ve öğrencileri. And all sorts of other people. Ve bütün başka kişiler. Everybody is welcome. Herkes orada gelmişti. And then it says, then it says in verse two. İkiye bakalım. That the that Jesus and his disciples were also at the marriage. And they wanted wine because they ran out of wine. İsa'yla öğrencileri de düğüne çağrılmışlardı. And they said to him, the mother of Jesus, Mary, said to him, we were out of wine. Şarap tükenince annesi İsa'ya şarapları kalmadı dedi. And Jesus said to her, woman, what do I have to do with you? My hour is not yet come. İsa anne benden ne istiyorsun? Benim saatim daha gelmedi dedi. Then his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to do, do it. Annesi hizmet edenlere size ne derse onu yapın dedi. Whatever he says to do, do it. Size ne derse onu yapın dedi. And what did he say to do? Ne dedi peki yapmalarını istedi? So he says to them, pour water in the water pots. Onlara dedi ki şarabı su kaplarına doldurun dedi suyu. Now there was six of these. Altı tane vardı, altı taş küp vardı orada. There, each one of them was a vessel. Her biri bir kaptı. A vessel. Bir kaptı. And you understand what God calls us, right? Bizi Tanrı ne diye çağırıyor biliyorsunuz değil mi? Bizler kaplarız. So the miracle is going to happen in us. Yani içimizde bir mucize olacak. The miracle is going to happen in us. İçimizde bir mucize olacak. Because we're the vessels. Çünkü bizler kabız. And let me show you how it happens now. Şimdi göstereyim nasıl oluyor bu. So Jesus says, put, go ahead and put water in the vessels. İsa diyor ki küpleri suyla doldurun. And they kept doing it. Ve bu şekilde yapın sürekli. He said, fill them up. Onları ağzına kadar doldurun dedi. He said, fill them up to the top. Onları ağızlarına kadar doldurun dedi. And verse seven says they filled them up to the brim. Yedi de diyor ya küpleri suyla doldurdu ve ağzına kadar suyla doldurdular. All the way to the top. Tam ağzına kadar. What did they fill the vessel with? Neyle doldurdular kapları? Water. Suyla. What did they fill the vessel with? Water. Suyla doldurdular. What did they fill the vessel with? Kapları neyle doldurdular? Suyla doldurdular. Water. Everybody say water. Su deyin. Soothe. Soothe. Soothe. They filled the they filled it with water. Küpleri suyla doldurdular. All the way to the top. Tepesine kadar, ağzının tepesine kadar. And then what happened? Sonra ne oldu? And then it says Jesus said to them in verse eight, draw some out now. Sekizde diyor ki, şimdi biraz alın diyor. And they drew some out. Onlar biraz aldılar. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, şölen başkanına götürdüler. Şölen başkanı da onu tattığında, and, and he, they, he didn't know where it came from, bilmiyordu nereden geldiğini. But the servants knew. Ama hizmetkarlar biliyordu suyu küpten aldıklarını. And he said, 
everyone saves the good wine, everyone uses the good wine and then serves the bad wine after that. Şölen başkanı şöyle dedi. Herkes önce iyi şarabı, çok içildikten sonra kötüsünü sunar dedi. But you have saved the best wine for now. Ama sen en iyi şarabı şimdiye dek saklamışsın. God is saving his best miracles for now. Tanrı şimdilik en iyi mucizesini saklıyor. You're ready for the best now. Hazır mısınız en iyi mucize için? It's been 2000 years. We're about to step into God's best. Biz Tanrı'nın en iyisine adım atmak üzereyiz The best wine. En iyi şaraba. The best wine is the blood of Jesus. And we are now in the blood. And the blood is now in us. And we have the covenant of blood. A covenant where devils cannot cross. A blood covenant that sickness cannot defy. A blood covenant where fear has to run. A blood covenant where we can walk in the power of God. A blood covenant like David said to Goliath who is this uncircumcised Philistine because circumcision represented the covenant and when you don't have a covenant you're going down but when you have a covenant you're going up and we have a covenant and the covenant is not between us and God the covenant is between the father and the son the father and the son made the covenant there always has to be a representative on behalf of people when two nations make a covenant or two tribes make a covenant one person goes before for them one person represents each tribe bir kişi her biri ülkeden gider ve elçi olarak onları temsil eder değil mi and then they cut blood ve kan keserler they mingle their blood together ve kanlarını bir araya sürerler ve bir kan anlaşması this happens still today in some places günümüzde bile bazı yerlerde bu anlaşma yapılıyor Afrika'da hala kan anlaşması yapılabiliyor and they cut each other's finger or they cut each other's hands parmaklarını ya da ellerini keserek kan anlaşması yapıyorlar ve bu şekilde birleştirerek kan anlaşması yapıyorlar they probably wouldn't do it now because they'd be washing their hands with antibacterial. But there is no healing without mingling blood with Jesus. There is no breakthrough until we mingle our blood with Jesus. Are you with me? Now it's really important that you get a hold of this. So the Father represents God. Baba, and Jesus represents us, mankind. And so the agreement is between the Father and the Son. But when we're born again, we are in Christ. And therefore, we get to be the recipients of this covenant because of Jesus. Because Jesus died as a man and as God all at the same time because divine blood was mixed with human blood. Perfect God and perfect man in Christ. Jesus was 100% God and 100% man. His blood was 100% divine blood and 100% human blood. But it was sinless human blood. There was no sin in his blood. 
His blood was perfect. Onun kanı mükemmeldi. As a man Bir insan olarak, and as God. Ve Tanrı olarak. So when he died on the cross, o yüzden çarmıhta öldüğünde that's what caused the covenant o anlaşma to be activated. Aktive oldu. When Jesus was on the cross, his last words were, it is finished. Aren't, aren't, aren't you glad he didn't say, I'm halfway there? He, he didn't get it halfway done. He finished our salvation. He finished our forgiveness. He finished our healing. He finished our breakthroughs. He finished our blessings. He finished our deliverance. He finished all of the promises of God. That's why he said it is finished. It is finished. This is when the blood of man and the blood of God was shed so that a covenant could go into effect. In Hebrews chapter 9 it says a covenant does not go into effect until there's a death. There has to be a death of the person making the covenant. Now I have a covenant it's called my will. When, when I die, what I wrote in my will, all my things are going to be, belong to my children. That's my last will and testament. Now this is really important, you understand. They can't have it until I die. And just in case, I don't tell them how much is there because I don't want them to kill me early. They might just, you know, put something in my glass, you know, drop something in my drink. Let's get rid of dad. So we can have everything dad has. But with God, Jesus died. We think, oh, he died for our salvation. That's like this much. What he died for is to make a covenant. So that you can have everything that he has. All that he has is now yours because of the blood. Because of the blood. Because of the blood. It's all yours. It's all yours. Every bit of it. It doesn't come when you die. It comes when Jesus died. And he died. And that when he died, that was the blood of God and the blood of man being shed. The blood of God and the blood of man being mingled and cut through with nails and cut through with the spear and cut through with the thorns. All of those things were, were to let blood flow because the word covenant means where blood flows it literally means where blood flows so when Jesus blood flowed there was a covenant 
the reason why it came from his hands blood came from his hands so that everything you do can be blessed blood came through his feet so everywhere you walk will be blessed blood came through his side so that everything inside of you can be blessed blood came from his head so that everything in your mind can be healed and your emotions can be healthy and the way you think you will think like God thinks and blood came from his back so that by his stripes you would be healed everywhere blood came everywhere that blood came from was so that you could be blessed in all those areas wherever the blood flowed and it flowed from his entire body he was beat with fists his beard was plucked out blood came out of his face blood came out of his head blood came everywhere he was bloody if you ever saw the, the Passion of the Christ movie years ago Mel Gibson made this movie and you when the, the, the, his depiction of Jesus was so bloody O kadar kanlıydı ki o that, çarmıh sahnesi. Bazıları bakamadılar o There was sahneye. Çünkü her yer kanlıydı. He was covered in blood. Tamamen kana kaplanmıştı. Everywhere his body was producing blood, blood was spilling from every direction. fışkırıyordu kan. Because the covenant that God makes with us. Çünkü bizim Tanrı ile bizim yaptığı anlaşma. covers everything. Her şeyi kaplar. From the top of your head. Başının tepesinden. To the soles of your feet. Ayaklarının topuğuna kadar kaplar. And everything inside. içindeki her şeyi everything outside the blood goes before us the blood is behind us the blood is on our left the blood is on our right it's above us it's beneath us we're surrounded with the life of God through the blood of Jesus so God hasn't called you to live some ordinary life. You are a blood-bought covenant child of God. And everything you ask for, Jesus already paid for it with his blood. Every bit of healing you need, Jesus already paid for it with his blood. Every breakthrough you need, Jesus already paid for with his blood. This is why the first miracle had to do with wine. Because it's the new covenant that Jesus is telling the future. In three years, three years from this point, the third day would come and Jesus would die for our sins and then rise from the dead. And one day, I, I opened up my Bible to um, right before Matthew chapter 1. And I'm not going to do this here because... I borrowed your pastor, one of your pastor's Bibles, but 
Everybody has this in the Bible, this page. Kutsal kitabında herkesin böyle bir e, sayfası var değil mi? Ne diyor? Yeni anlaşma. New Testament. Yeni anlaşma diyor. It's the same as new covenant. Yani yeni anlaşma. It's the same exact word, testament and covenant. Anlaşma diyor Türkçe'de doğru anlaşma. So but no where is this where is this page? Peki bu sayfa nerede? It's right between Malachi. Malachi ile which is the last book of the old covenant. Eski anlaşmanın son kitabı olan Malachi ile the last book of the Old Testament. Eski anlaşmanın son kitabı. And then supposedly the first book of the New Testament. Ve yeni anlaşmanın ilk kitabı arasındaki bir sayfa. But that's not how God did it. Tanrı böyle yapmadı bunu This was man's idea, this page. Bu insan fikriydi bu sayfa aslında. This page is not inspired. Yani esinlenilmedi bu sayfa yapmak için. I could rip this page out. Ben yırtabilirim bu Because it just says the New Testament. Çünkü sadece yeni anlaşma diyor. None of this page is God's word. Bu sayfaları... You understand? None of this page is God's word. So I could rip this out. I did it to my Bible. I ripped this page out. Because it doesn't go. It doesn't belong there. This is not where it goes. Yani orada olması Let me show you where it goes. In John chapter 19. Jesus said on the cross. In verse 30. Yuhanna 19. When Jesus therefore had received the wine, 30'a bakalım. İsa şarabı tadınca, he said it is finished. Tamamlandı dedi. And he bowed his head and Ve gave up the ghost. Başını eğerek ruhunu teslim etti. He said it is finished. Tamamlandı dedi. It is finished. Tamamlandı. So really, işte gerçekten. I'm not again. I'm not going to do this because I don't want to. This is not my Bible. Benim kitabım değil, o yüzden yapmayacağım bunu. But this page should be ripped out of everybody's Bible. Herkesi kitabında yırtılıp. And it should be put right here. Buraya Yuhanna'da okudum. Right after John chapter 19 verse 30. Yuhanna 19 30'dan sonrasına konmalı. Because when Jesus' blood was shed. Çünkü İsa'nın kanı akıtıldığında. When he said it is finished. Tamamlandı dediğinde. And gave up all of his blood. Ve bütün kanını akıttığında. That's when the new covenant started. Yeni anlaşma başladı işte. That's when the new covenant started. That's when the new covenant started. We know that the, we we get it. Matthew is you know the New Testament and all that. But it's really not. It's really not the New Testament. The New Testament means the new covenant. And the new covenant could only start. Ve ancak şu şekilde başlar. Where there was blood first. Kanın olduğu, akıtıldığı yerde başlar. Only when there is blood bir kan varsa can eğer, there be a covenant. O zaman anlaşma olur. The new covenant Yeni anlaşma, started when Jesus shed his blood. İsa Mesih kanını akıttığında başladı. So what you need to understand is some things Şunu anlamanız in the book gerekiyor. of Matthew and Mark and Luke and John Marcos ve Luca, Yuhanna'da, these are the overlapping books of the Bible. Bunlar aslında artmış olan, artık they are, olan kitaplar. They are, they are giving kitapta. us an account of Jesus' life on earth. Bize aslında İsa'nın yeryüzündeki işlerini yansıtıyor, veriyor, söylüyor. But many of the things that he was saying, şey söylediği, it was to the Jews only. Yahudilereydi aslında. Because he wanted everybody to know they were sinners. Çünkü bilmelerini istiyordu onların so günahkar olduğunu. So they would know they need a savior. Bir kurtarıcı ihtiyaçları olduğunu That's bilmesi gerekiyordu. That's why he said, if you look at a woman with lust for her, you committed adultery. Bir kadına şehvetle bakarsanız o zaman zina işlemişsiniz demektir. Guess what that means? Bunun anlamı neydi? Everybody's guilty. Herkes suçlu. Everybody's guilty. Herkes suçlu. Because there's there's adultery by lust. Çünkü gözün şehvetiyle var Ya da gerçek fiziksel zinayla zina var. Then there's adultery by um, being worldly. Ya da dünyasal olarak zina var. Everybody's 
Everybody's committed adultery. O zaman herkes zina işliyor. When we think of adultery, we think of the woman caught in adultery. Biz zina dediğimizde hemen yakalanan kadından düşünüyoruz. We don't think of ourselves. Kendimizi düşünmüyoruz çünkü biz. No, we think of her. Aa, kadını düşünüyoruz She yakalandı. She was caught ya. in adultery. Ya yakalandı zina But o kadın. Jesus was saying to us. Ama İsa Mesih bize diyordu ki. The things, the difficult things he said is because all of us fallen short. Buradaki söylediği şey şuydu aslında. Hepimiz yoksun kaldık. Rabbin yüceliğinden hepimiz yoksun kaldık. So some of the things he was saying to get us to realize, get people to realize. Söylediği şeyler aslında birilerinin farkına varması içindi. You need a savior. Bir kurtarıcıya ihtiyacın var. Then there are things that he said. Ve söylediği şunlar da var. That were for the future. Gelecekle ilgili. When he talked about his second coming. İkinci gelişiyle ilgili bahsetti. And things like that. Bu tip şeylerden bahsetti. And then there are things that overlap. Ve sonra arkada kalan diğer. And applied it to all people, Jewish or Gentile. Yine Yahudilerle ya da diğer uluslardan olanlarla örtüşen şeyleri söyledi. So we have to understand how to read the Bible correctly. O yüzden doğru bir şekilde kutsal kitabı okumamız gerekiyor. Otherwise we will be condemned. Çünkü eğer böyle yapmazsak suçlarız, suçlanırız kendimizi. Because all of us fail at times. Çünkü hepimiz yoksun kaldık, günahkar gibiyiz. But the Bible says where sin abounds. O yüzden Günahın bol olduğu yerde Tanrı'nın lütfu da çoğalır. There's enough grace for everybody. Hepimiz için yeterince bir lütuf vardır. Remember how we reign in life? Hatırlayın nasıl hüküm sürüyoruz? Through the abundance of grace. Lütfun bolluğuyla. And the gift of righteousness. Ve doğruluk armağanıyla hüküm sürüyoruz yaşamda. Now back so this this is just like this piece of this understanding. Bu sadece bu kadar bir anlayış. The covenant went into effect. Yani anlaşmanın gerçekleşmesi Mesih'in kanı döküldüğünde. And the Bible says he became a curse for us so that we could have the blessing. He became sin so that we would become the righteousness of God. He took our stripes so that by his stripes we're healed. He took our poverty so that by his poverty we would become prosperous. It's all an exchange. It's an exchange. Now when you realize that, you're going to pray with confidence. O zaman bunu fark ettiğinizde güvenle dua edersiniz. Şunu fark edersiniz. Zaten bedel ödendi. Duanın bir çabalama olması gerekmiyor. Yakup diyor ki yok sende çünkü istemedin, sormadın. It's all yours in Christ. Mesih'te hepsi senin zaten. So go ahead and ask for it. O yüzden isteyin babadan. But watch how this miracle, and I'm going to step back into this story in John chapter two. Yuhanna ikideki hikayeye şimdi geri gidelim ve bakalım. And I want you to see something. Bir şey görmenizi istiyorum. What happened was Jesus told them, "Fill the vessels with water." Küpleri suyla doldurun dedi İsa onlara. And when it got to the top. Ve tam ağzına kadar geldiğinde küpün. The water got to the top. Yani su yukarı kadar, küpün ağzına kadar geldiğinde. That's when it turned into wine. O zaman şaraba döndü. Now what does water represent? Bu su neyi simgeliyor? Water represents the word of God. Tanrı'nın sözünü simgeliyor. So now we have a vessel. Şimdi bizim bir kabımız var değil mi? Küp var. That's, these were six, you know, these were like six foot vessels. They were big jugs. Kitapta diyor ki 180 ile 120 litre alan küp vardı diyor. 
because it was an Jesus was using an illustration. Yani İsa burada bir benzetme kullanıyordu. The vessel represents us. Aslında oradaki küpler, kaplar bizi simgeliyor. The water represents the word of God. Su Tanrı sözünü simgeliyor. Because the Bible says be washed with the water of the word. Çünkü kutsal kitap diyor ya Tanrı sözünün suyuyla yıkanın, yıkanın. But the problem with so many Christians is they only have the word of God up to their ankles. So it's going to stay water. Hey, this is why your pastor has a river and your church is called a river there's so much, so much of God's word inside of him and so much of God's word in this church. Therefore, there should be miracles all the time. We should be expecting miracles all the time. But most Christians, they fill up on God's word just to their ankle. Some of, them, some of us fill up, to God, fill up on God's word up to our knees. But as long as as long as the water only comes to your knees, it's gonna remain water. It's gonna stay water. Then it comes up if you keep filling up, it comes to your waist. But it's still water. Then it comes up to your vital organs. But it's still water. Then it comes up to your neck. But it's still water. But then it comes to your Sonra mouth and you start speaking it. It comes to your ears and you start hearing it. It comes to your eyes and you start seeing it. And then it comes to your brain and your mind. And all you're doing is thinking it. And when you start flooding your head with God, when the word of God gets to your head, when the word of God is going into your ears, sorry. When, when the word of God get, is going into your ears, and the word of God is going into your eyes, and the word of God is going through your mind, and the word of God is coming out of your mouth, that's when it turns into wine. That's when miracles happen. We gotta be willing. We gotta be willing to. Feed ourselves God's word enough to where it keeps filling us and keeps filling us and keeps filling us to the brim. The brim is your thinking. The brim is your thought life. When, you, when your thought life gets saturated with the word of God, when your brain and your mind is just soaking in the word of God, and your thinking God's way, like about yourself, I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Not just saying it, but you're thinking it too. You got it's it's important to say it. But it should be said out of an overflow. It's, it's, it's, not like a, yeah, it's not like an incantation. It's not like a 
sadece böyle bir hani hissetmeden söylenen bir şey olmamalı bu it's duygular not, gibi. It's not some magic where you yani speak something and then it happens. Söylediğin şey hani böyle bir formül gibi, bir mucize gibi ya da büyü gibi söylemiyorsun. Out of the abundance of the heart, Çünkü the mouth speaks. Çünkü ne diyor? Ağız yürekten taşanı söyler diyor. So we need to fill our heart with God's word. O yüzden Tanrı sözüyle yüreğimizi doldurmalıyız. So that it starts coming out of our mouth. Öyle ki ağzımızdan çıksın o. And that's when miracles happen. Ve orada da mucize oluyor işte. That's when your breakthroughs happen. O zaman yarıp geçmeleriniz oluyor. That's where your healing happens. Şifanız orada oluyor o zaman. Because we start thinking it. Çünkü düşünüyorsun, düşünmeye başlıyorsun. Now, we can lay hands on you. Size el koyabiliriz. And you can be healed tonight. Bu akşam iyileşebilirsiniz. You can be delivered tonight. Özgür kılınabilirsiniz. You can have a breakthrough tonight. Yarıp geçebilirsiniz durumları. And we're going to have all of that. Ve bunun hepsine sahip olacağız. But tomorrow you're yarın, on your own. Yarın sen yalnızsın. And you need to keep going. Ve senin işlemen devam etmen gerekiyor. Bunları hep yüreğinde kafanda canlandırman gerekiyor. Keep the word of God in your thought life. Düşünce yaşamında Tanrı sözünün sürekli Because olması gerekiyor. That's how we're transformed. Çünkü biz öyle değişiyoruz. When you're putting water in, suyu koyduğunuzda içinize kind of biraz sıkıcı oluyor. Have you ever been reading your Bible? Kusaktığınızı okuyor muydunuz? You're a little bored. Ve biraz sıkılıyorsunuz. It's okay. Olabilir sorun yok. It's okay. Maybe for those of you that are never bored, that's, a, that's great. Lay hands on us, the rest of us. Because sometimes it's like, oh, okay, I'm okay. Yeah. But, but we're still putting water in our vessels. And if you just endure the boring times, like whenever your pastor preaches, it's like wine every time. But sometimes when he brings guests, Maybe it feels like water to you. Bazen bir misafir geldiğinde size bu su gibi geliyor mesela. But that's okay. Sorun yok. Because you got to fill the vessel with water. O yüzden kabınızı suyla doldurmanız gerekiyor ve o zaman şaraba dönecek. It will become wine. Şaraba dönecek o zaman içinizdeki. Okay. Tamam mı? So I want you to fill up tonight. Bu akşam doldurmanızı istiyorum. On the knowledge of who you are. Kim olduğunuzun bilgisiyle dolmanızı istiyorum. We have to start thinking. Like sons and daughters. Oğullar ve kızlar olarak düşünmeye başlamamız gerekiyor artık. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to then have another part C here. So part one is about the covenant. Part two is about thinking like a son and daughter of God. Birinci bölüm şuydu anlaşma. İkinci bölüm Tanrı'nın oğlu ve kızları gibi düşünmeye başlamaktı. Üçüncü bölümde şöyle olacak. And then part three, we're going to activate the miracle power. O mucize olan gücü aslında aktive edeceğiz. Who's ready for a miracle? Kim hazır mucize için? So, so I believe that one of the reasons why people are defeated is because we've learned habits of failure. We have to have our minds renewed to who we actually are. There's this obscure Bible verse in the book of Judges chapter 11. And I bet some of us like it's a good thing that I've got these uh, these tabs on this Bible. It's hard to find the book of Judges. Right? <laughs> look at these tabs. <laughs> But in Judges chapter 11 verse 1 11:1 is a very powerful verse. Çok güçlü bir ayet var orada. Jephthah chapter 11. Hakimler 11:1 says. Şöyle diyor bakın. Now Jephthah was a mighty man of valor. Yiftah adında yiğit bir savaşçı vardı. 
But he was the son of a prostitute. Bir fahişenin oğluydu ama. Isn't it, isn't it interesting? Enteresan değil mi? He's described in two ways. İki şekilde açıklanıyor kitapta. A mighty man of valor. Yiğit bir savaşçı deniyor. But we don't have any record of him being in a fight. Bir kere hiç savaşlığıyla ilgili bir kayıt yok kitapta. There's no record of him being in a fight before this verse. Bu, bu ayetten önce savaşlığıyla ilgili hiçbir kayıt yok kitapta. But yet the Bible calls him Ama kutsal kitap onu şöyle çağırıyor. A mighty man of valor. Yiğit bir savaşçı vardı diyor. But Ama the son of a harlot. Bir fahişenin oğluydu diyor. The son of a prostitute. Bir fahişenin oğluydu diyor. In all of our lives. Bütün yaşamlarımızda There's two versions of us. Bizim iki versiyonumuz var. There's two versions of us. Bizden iki versiyon var. There's God's version of you. Seninle ilgili Tanrı'nın versiyonu. You're a mighty man or woman of valor. Sen bir yiğit savaşçısın. And then there's the human version of you. Bir de insan versiyonu var seninle ilgili. Your mother was a prostitute. Annen fahişe. You were abused as a child. Çocukken sen tacize uğradın. You had an addiction to alcohol or drugs. Alkol ya da uyuşturucu bağımlılığın vardı. Everybody has a human history. Herkesin bir insansal geçmişi var. And a spiritual destiny. Ve ruhsal bir kaderi var. And what we have to do. Hallelujah. Is we have to choose which version of ourselves are we going to identify with? Because they're both accurate, but they don't both have to rule your life. That's decided by the way you choose. He was both a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of a prostitute. But Jephthah decided outside. Over here. I'm choosing this side. Ben buraya geçiyorum. I'm choosing this side. Ben buraya geçiyorum dedi. You see, everybody here Buradaki is a herkes. mighty warrior of God. Yiğit bir savaşçı buradaki herkes. But we also all have a bad Ama past. Ama hepimizin kötü bir geçmişi de var. And we had maybe bad parenting. Belki iyi bir aile ebeveyn değilsin. Maybe we went through some trauma in our life. Ya da yaşamlarımızda travmalardan geçtik. Maybe we committed some terrible crime. Ya da çok büyük suçlar işledik. Maybe we murdered somebody. Birilerini öldürdük maybe belki. Maybe we did drugs or sold drugs. Uyuşturucu yaptık ya da sattık belki. I don't belki. know. There's many things that we've all done wrong. Hepimizin yaptığı yanlış bir şeyler Which var. Which you're either going to identify with your with your parents. Ya kendini böyle tanımlarsın. In your natural life. Kendi doğal yaşamında gibi tanımlarsın. And you're going to choose that version of you. Bu, bu versiyonu seçersin kendinle ilgili. Or you're going to identify with Jesus and choose his version of you. Ya da kendinin İsa'nın versiyonunu Every, seçerek kanıtlarsın. Everybody has a history. Herkesin bir geçmişi var. And everybody has a destiny. Herkesin bir kaderi de var. You're either going to repeat history. Ya geçmişi tekrarlarsın. Or you're going to create your destiny. Ya da kaderini yazarsın. Hallelujah! And it starts with a choice. Hallelujah! It starts with a choice. Hallelujah! It starts with a choice. Seçim senin. It starts with a choice. Ve seçimle başlıyor. And if you choose this destiny, eğer bu kaderi seçersen, your thoughts need to line up with this. Senin düşüncelerinin uyum içinde olması lazım. Sözlerinin uyum içinde olması lazım. Your decisions, your decisions need to line up with this. Kararlarının uyum içinde olması lazım bu kararla. The friends you surround yourself with needs to line up with this. Etrafınızdaki arkadaşlarınızın da bununla uyum içinde olması lazım. You can't. You can't choose this side. Burayı seçip de and continue to feed this side. Ve burada beslenmeye devam edemezsiniz. 
you, you can't choose this side and then continue to associate with people that are trying to pull you down. If you're going to choose this side, mighty man of valor, then you got to surround yourself with mighty people. You got to surround yourself with a mighty pastor. You got to surround yourself with a mighty church because we are filled up with a mighty God. But most Christians, they just they just kind of dance between these two people. They got their foot over here sometimes. They got their foot over here sometimes. They're dancing, they're jumping. In the morning they're good over here at night time. Hey, they're all of a sudden back to their old way of thinking. And you can't put new wine in old wine skins. The wine skin is the way you think. And, and you got to get your thinking lined up with the new you. Let me show you what I mean. Show you what I mean here. Um, there was um, there's a story about a German Shepherd dog. I've seen some of these German Shepherds near my hotel yesterday. They're all laying on the ground. And this German Shepherd was pregnant. Pregnant with puppies. Well, one day, this German Shepherd got hit by a car, and both both of her back legs were broken. She was able to drag herself back to her home. And what happened was, her owner never took her to the veterinarian. So as the weeks went by, she began to slowly recover. But because her legs weren't properly reset, they, they, they healed in a damaged way. They were permanently damaged. So she would drag her back legs as she walked. Even though she recovered, she was still dragging her feet. Dragging her back legs. So finally the puppies were born. And they started walking. And when the puppies started walking. They started dragging their back legs. But their back legs weren't broken. The owner took the, the, the puppies to the veterinarian. The owner was in shock. He thought maybe the, the puppies were injured in the accident also. But the veterinarian discovered there was nothing wrong with the puppies' legs. They were perfectly healthy. It's just that the puppies 
were simply copying their mother. Annelerini taklit ediyorlardı aslında. They weren't actually injured. Onlar zarar görmemişlerdi. Annelerini taklit ediyorlardı. They walked that way. O şekilde yürüdüler. Because that's all they saw modeled. Çünkü model olarak annelerini görmüşlerdi o şekilde yürüdüğünü. And so that's how they behaved. O şekilde davranmaya başladılar. Because that's what they saw in front of them. Önlerindeki örnek buydu çünkü. We have to stop looking at what we used to look at. O baktığınız şeylere bakmayı bırakın artık. We have to stop dragging our heels because that's how we grew up. Böyle büyüdük, böyle yetiştik diye sürüklemeyin kendinizi geçmişten. Eski davranışları taklit etmeyi bırakın. Çünkü bunlar hep bizim zihnimizde saklı. 100 yıl önce bir kaplan varmış. Çok nadir bulunan bir kaplan çeşidi. Hindistan kaplanıymış ve Amerika'ya Amerika right? And it was a beautiful tiger. Çok güzel bir kaplanmış bu. But in order to get the tiger over to America, Amerika'ya götürmek için o kaplanı They had to go on this big ship and cross the ocean. Okyanusu geçmek üzere gemiye binmeleri gerekiyordu. When they finally and the way to transport this tiger, he had to be in a cage. Bir kafeste olması gerekiyordu kaplanın transfer edilebilmesi için gemide. The cage was like five squares of this carpet. Yani bu halının şu kadar bir kısmı kadardı. So the whole time he was on the boat, bütün gemide olduğu süre boyunca kaplan tek yaptığı şey bu kadar mesafede yürümekti. İleri geri, ileri geri bu kadar mesafede kafeste yürüyordu. Tek yaptığı şey buydu kaplan. Ama Amerika'ya vardığında the habitat that they were going that they were building for him was not completed. Onu yerleştirecekleri yer daha tamamlanmamıştı koyacakları yer. Hala yapım aşamasındaydı o yer. So he had to keep walking in that cage just like this. Ve o kafeste yürümeye devam etti. And it went longer than they thought. Düşündüklerinden daha uzun sürdü bu yapım aşaması. The construction took three more months. Yapım aşaması üç ay daha fazla sürdü. And finally it was done. Sonunda bitti onun olacağı yer, kalacağı yer. It was this beautiful oasis. Çok güzel bir oasis gibiydi, vaha gibiydi. This habitat just for the tiger. Tamamen kaplan için hazırlanmış bir yerdi. Beautiful trees and rivers. Olduğu, nehirlerin olduğu bir and hills and valleys. Nehirler, vadiler vardı, tepeler vardı. Looked like the Garden of Eden. Sanki Aden bahçesi gibiydi. And they thought he's going to love this. Sandılar ki bayılacak buraya kaplan. So as soon as it was complete, tamamlandığında o yer. They took his cage to the habitat. Kafesini onun için hazırladıkları yere götürdüler. And they opened the door to the cage. Ve kafesin kapısını açtılar. And when they thought he was going to roam freely, they watched as this tiger just paced back and forth. Even though he was no longer in the cage, the cage was in his brain. It's what he had seen over and over again. Sürekli sürekli gördüğü şey buydu, yaşadığı şey. It had transferred from being around him. Onun etrafındaki olan şey. To being in him. Zihninde yerleşmişti, içinde olmuştu. That's like us. Biz aslında bizim gibi bu. Getting used to being failures. Başarısız olmaya o kadar odaklanmışız ki. Getting used to defeat. Yani bozguna, yenilgiye uğramaya alışmışız. Getting used to being sick. Hasta olmaya alışmışız. We gotta stop identifying with the things that we walk back and forth our old way. Kendimizi bu şekilde tanımlamamız, eski yaşantımıza göre tanımlamamamız gerekiyor. İleri geri yürümememiz gerekiyor. We have to break the patterns. Bu bu örneği kırmamız gerekiyor kafamızda. Of the images we have in our mind. O zihnimizdeki imajları yıkmamız gerekiyor. 
that somehow God is up there and we're down here. Oh, belki Tanrı oralarda bir yerde biz de buradayız. When really it's the opposite. Aslında tam tersi. The Holy Spirit is down here. Kutsal burada. Living inside of us. Senin içinde yaşıyor. And we're seated with Christ Ve in heavenly places. Ve biz Mesih'le kutsal yerlerde oturtulmadık mı? So it's really the opposite. Aslında tam farklı tersi. Most people think God's up here, we're down here. Birçok kişi der ki Tanrı orada, ben Jesus buradayım. But Jesus reversed all that. Hayır, İsa bunu değiştirdi. The Holy Spirit's actually down here. And we're up here with him. And that's the miracle of the kingdom of God. But I want you to know just like when you, just like this this uh, the German shepherd puppies there was nothing wrong with their legs and I got news for you now that you're born again there's nothing wrong with your legs so stop accepting that version of you and start embracing that version Let's put this together now. Şimdi bunu toparlayalım mı? I want you to see something. Bir şey görmenizi istiyorum. You need to know yourself. Kendinizi bilmeniz, tanımanız you gerekiyor. You need to know yourself. Kendinizi tanımanız gerekiyor. I want to take you to the scripture we were talking about earlier, Pastor Acts chapter 19. 19'a götürmek istiyorum sizi. Now I want you to I want you to hear me though. Beni işitmenizi de istiyorum aynı zamanda. And you can write these verses down. Bu ayetleri yazabilirsiniz. But you remember when God told Moses, Hatırlayın Tanrı Musa'ya demişti go ki, Go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Firavuna de ki, izin ver halkım gitsin. And Moses said, who should I tell them sent me? Musa dedi ki, ben kim beni gönderdi diyeyim dedi. And God said to Moses, tell him, I am that I am. Tanrı dedi ki, ben benim, ben seni gönderiyorum dedi. I am that I am. Ben seni gönderiyorum dedi. And notice, God introduces himself Bakın, to Moses. Çekelim, I am who I am. Ben, benim, dedi. Then Jesus introduces himself to the Jews. İsa, Hristiyan, In John chapter 8, verse 58. Yuhanna, uh, and Jesus says, before Abraham was born, I am. İbrahim doğmadan önce ben vardım, dedi. So the father said, I am that I am. Baba dedi ki, ben benim. Jesus said, dedi ki, before Abraham was born, I am. Önce bendim, dedi. Then Paul the Apostle said, Pavlos, Pavlos in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10, 15, ki, Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Ben neysem, oyum, so, so watch the pattern. The father, izleyin, baba, the father says, I am that I am. Baba, ben benim, diyor. The son says, I am ki, that I benim, am. Ben benim. Paul says, Pavlus I am ki, what I am by the grace of God. Ben neysem, oyun, but diyor. then we come upon some people that didn't quite know that. Sonra bazı insanlar var ki bunu bilmiyorlar. In Acts 19:11, Elçilerin işleri 19:11'e bakalım. It says God worked unusual miracles by the hand of Paul. Tanrı Pavlus'un eliyle olağanüstü mucizeler yaratıyordu. Handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. Şöyle ki Pavlus'un bedenine değen peşkil ve peştemaller hasta olanlara götürüldüğünde hastalıklar yok oluyor, kötü ruhlar işlerinden çıkıyordu. Çevrede dolaşıp kötü ruhları kovmakla uğraşan bazı Yahudiler de kötü ruhlara tuslak olanları Rabbin İsa'nın adını kurtararak kurtarmaya çalıştılar. 
Aynı kötü ruha sahiplerdi bunlar. So understand Paul was doing this. Paulus bunu yapıyordu değil mi? And then these Jewish exorcists tried to imitate what Paul was doing. Ve bu Yahudiler de Paulus'un yaptığını taklit ediyorlardı. And is it an interesting? Farklı ilginç değil mi sizin that için? They said Dediler ki The seven Jewish exorcists said Bu 7 tane Yahudi e, kişiler said we we adjure you by the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches. Dediler ki Paulus'un tanıttığı İsa'nın adıyla size emrediyoruz. They're they're, tell, they're trying to cast out the devil. Cini kovmaya çalışıyorlar. And they're trying to do it by calling on the Jesus that Paul preached about. Paulus'un tanıttığı İsa'yı çağırarak cini kovmaya çalışıyorlar. And they were seven of them. 7 kişiydi bunlar. They were called the sons of Sceva. Sceva'nın oğulları diye adlandırılıyorlardı. Verse 15. 15'te diyor ki Was their worst nightmare. O tam bir kabus vardı orada. Because the evil spirit answered back. Çünkü kötü ruh cevap verdi bunlara. And the evil spirit said. Kötü ruh onlara dedi ki. Jesus I know. İsa'yı biliyor. And Paul I know. Paulus'u da tanıyorum. But who the heck are you? Ama sen kimsin ya? And and the man on whom the evil spirit was leaped on these seven men one man with demons jumped on these seven sons of skiva içinde kötü ruh olan adam o 7 tane olan skiva'nın oğluna saldırdı they overpowered he, he overpowered them yani alt etti onları prevailed against them bozguna uğrattı so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded öyle ki evden yaralı ve çıplak kaçtılar Now if that's not God having a sense of humor I don't know what is, right? Yani bilmiyorum Tanrı'nın bu espri gücü harika bence buradaki. Because here's the lesson. Çünkü ders şu buradan çıkaracağız. The father knew who he was. I am that I am. Baba kim olduğunu biliyordu. Ben benim dedi. The son knew who he was before Abraham was born. I am. Oğul da biliyordu. İbrahim'den önce ben vardım dedi. And Paul knew who he was. Paulus da biliyordu. I am what I am by the grace of God. Rabbin lütfuyla ben ne istem oyum dedi. But these seven sons of Sceva. Ama Sceva'nın yedi oğlu. Notice they're called the sons of Sceva. Bakın Sceva'nın yedi oğlu diye çağrılıyorlar. Sons of Sceva can't cast devils out. Bunlar kötü ruhları kovamazlar. Sons of Sceva don't have power over devils. İblis üzerinde güçleri yok. But sons of God do. Ama Tanrı'nın oğullarının var. Sons of God have power. Tanrı'nın oğullarının var bu gücü. Sons of God have power. Tanrı'nın oğullarının var bu gücü. Sons and daughters of God have the power. Tanrı'nın oğullarının kızlarının bu gücü var. The devil said, "We know Jesus." İblis dedi ki, "Ben İsa'yı biliyorum." And we know Paul. Paulus'u da tanıyorum. But who are you? Sen kimsin dedi. I know Jesus. İsa'yı tanıyorum. The devil said, "I know Jesus." İblis dedi, "Ben İsa'yı tanıyorum." I know tanıyorum. Paul. Paulus'u da tanıyorum. But I don't know who you are. Senin kim olduğunu tanımıyorum dedi. You know why? Because they Biliyor didn't know who neden? they were. Çünkü onlar da kim olduklarını bilmiyordu. They just saw themselves as sons of Sceva. Sadece orada Sceva'nın oğulları olarak kendilerini gördüler. Jephthah was a mighty warrior. Yiftah Tanrı'nın yiğit savaşçısıydı. But the son of a harlot. Ama bir fahişenin oğluydu. So these seven Jews. Bu yedi Yahudi. They just thought they were sons of Sceva. That's all they knew. Tek bildikleri şey Sceva'nın oğulları olduklarıydı. They didn't know how to be sons of God. Tanrı'nın oğulları olmayı bilemediler. You are. Siz. Everything that God said you are. Tanrı'nın söylediği her şeysin sen. You are. Sen. Everything God said you are. Tanrı'nın söylediği her şeysin sen. But the devil is not going to pay attention to anything vermeyecek. you have to say until you know that you are. 
kim olduğunu bilene kadar. Tanrı'nın söylediği, Tanrı'nın kim olduğu diyorsa ona inanana kadar. The Father knows that you are everything He said you are. Çünkü Baba biliyor. Ben ne söylersem sen osun diyor sana. Jesus knows you are everything that He said you are. İsa da biliyor. Ben sana ne dersem sen osun. Paul the Apostle knows. He, he knows that you are everything that God said you are. The question is, do you know that you are everything God says you are? Because as soon as you understand that, you will dominate the devil. You will overcome the darkness rather than being overcome where they ran out in fear without a house Evsiz, without clothes ç- çıplak, naked and wounded that devil ve kaçar. that devil stole their clothes o iblis that, de- çaldı. that devil stole their house Evlerini çaldı. and that devil stole their mind Zihinlerini de çaldı aynı and zamanda. we got to take it back o geri How? Nasıl? by joining in with the father I am what God says I am. Ben Tanrı ne diyorsa oyum. By joining in with the Son. Oğulla birlikte olarak. I know who I am in Kim Christ. Kim olduğumu biliyorum Mesih'te. By joining with Paul. Ve Pavlus'a katılarak. I am what I am by the grace of God. Tanrı'nın lütfuyla ben neysem oyum. Then we need to declare out of our mouths. O yüzden kendimiz ilan etmemiz I am a son or daughter of God. Ben Tanrı'nın oğluyum kızıyım. Say I am a son or daughter of God. Söyleyin Tanrı'nın oğluyum. I am everything God said I am. I am everything. I am a son or a daughter. I am healed. I walk in miracles. I walk in favor. I'm blessed coming in and going out. I'm just like Jesus. I'm a joint heir with Christ. As he is, so am I. As he is, so am I. This is how to live the victorious Christian life. Two sons had a father. One of them left, took the inheritance with him. The other stayed. Babanın iki oğlu vardı. Birisi mirasa kendi payına düşeni alıp gitti. Birisi onunla kaldı. When um, when the son lost everything. Oğul her şeyini kaybettiğinde mirası alıp giden oğul. You remember he came back. Hatırlıyor musunuz kaybolan oğul benzetmesi geri geldi. And he had this speech prepared. Bir konuşma hazırlamıştı. He said, "I'm going to go back to my father's house." Dedi ki babama gideceğim. And he rehearsed this. And he said, I'm going to tell him. Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. Just make me like one of your servants. You know, he said all that. But something happened. Ama bir şey oldu. He had his speech all practiced. Bütün o konuşmasını hazırlamıştı metni. And as he was walking home to give the speech. Eve doğru gidiyorken bu konuşmayı yapmak his üzere. His father saw him from afar off. Babası onu uzaktan gördü geldiğini. And his father ran to him. Ve ona koştu babası. And his father fell upon him. Ve ona sarıldı üstüne kapaklandı. And his father embraced him. Ve onu kucakladı. And before he could even get a word out of his mouth, tek bir söz bile çıkmadan o çocuğun, the father said, dedi ki, 
Bring the best robe. En iyi kaftanı getirin dedi. And put it on my son. Ve oğlumun üzerine koyun o kaftanı dedi. Bring the sandals for his feet. Ayaklarına çarık getirin oğlum dedi. Put a ring on his finger. Parmağına yüzük takın dedi. Let's make a feast. Hadi bir şölen hazırlayalım. For this son of mine was dead. Çünkü benim bu oğlum ölmüştü. And now he's alive. Şimdi yaşıyor dedi. He was blind. Now he sees. Ama şimdi gözleri açıldı dedi. My son has returned. Benim oğlum geri döndü dedi. Kill the fatted calf. En yağlı hayvanı kesin dedi. Before the son could even get it out of his mouth, the father interrupted him and said, "No, you don't owe me an apology. You don't have to be like one of the servants. You're still my son." Put the robe on my son. Let's have a feast for my son. And while they're celebrating his return, notice the son didn't have to say all of his apologies. The father met him with his love. The father met him with his goodness. The father met him with his provision. The father restored the son. Restored his authority. Restored his prosperity. Restored his royalty. Let no one take your crown. He had royalty. The father restored the royalty. The father restored the son's authority. The father restored the son's dignity. Asaletini, haysiyetini, onurunu geri verdi. The father restored the son's prosperity. Ve refahını yeniledi oğlunun. And if that father is that good, I got good news for you. Your heavenly father is even better. Your heavenly father is even better. And while they were celebrating, the older son came and he wouldn't even come in. Oğlunun dönüşünü kutluyorlarken diğer büyük oğlu geldi. And the father came out to bring him. Babası geldi onu çağırdı. And said, my child. Dedi ki oğlum. This son of yours is lost. Now he's found. Ölmüştü bu kayıp da şimdi bulundu. Your brother, your brother was lost and now he's found. Senin kardeşin kayıp da bulundu dedi. Your brother was dead. Now he's alive. Ölmüştü hayatta dedi. We must celebrate. Kutlamalıyız bunu dedi. And the older son said. Ve büyük oğlu dedi ki. I've worked the whole time. I never left you. I never ruined your inheritance. And this kid, he took everything and he ruined it. So I don't want to celebrate. Why didn't I get a party? I've been faithful. I've been working in the field non-stop. But I've never been able. I've never had a party with my friends. And the father interrupted him and he said, "My child, all that is mine is yours." You could have had a party anytime if you would have thought like a son rather than thinking like a slave. And we have so many sons and daughters of God that think like slaves rather than thinking like sons. How does a son think? The father loves me. The father frees me. The father restores me. The father celebrates me. If we could adopt 
that way of thinking. Eğer bu düşünce tarzını bir adapte edebilirsek kendimize yaşamlarımız sonsuza kadar değişir. Bow your heads with me. Başlarınızı öne eğer misiniz lütfen? There's a couple more things that the Lord has assigned me to do. Rabbim'in yönlendirdiği başka şeyler de var ve onu yapmak istiyorum. And the first thing is ilk şey with everybody watching online bizi internetten izleyenler and everybody seated here today burada herkes oturanlar if you've never accepted Jesus Christ Mesih'i hiç kabul etmediyseniz as your savior and lord kurtarıcınız ve efendiniz olarak today is your day bugün sizin gününüz i want you to pray out loud after me benden sonra yüksek sesle if, dua etmenizi istiyorum if you would like to be born again eğer yeniden doğmak istiyorsanız if you would like to be sure that you're going to heaven cennete gideceğinizden emin olmak istiyorsanız pray eğer, this simple prayer bu basit duayı edin benimle and everybody pray this with us out loud Sesli bir şekilde hepiniz benden sonra tekrarlayın. Heavenly Father. Göksel Baba. I invite Jesus Christ. İsa Mesih'i davet ediyorum. Into my life. Yaşamıma davet ediyorum. As my Savior and Lord. Kurtarıcım ve efendim olarak. I believe Jesus died for my sins. Günahlarım için İsa Mesih'i öldüğüne inanıyorum. And rose from the dead. Ve ölümden dirildiğine inanıyorum. From this moment forward. Bugünden itibaren. I'm a child of God. Tanrı'nın çocuğuyum. I'm a son or daughter of God. Tanrı'nın oğluyum, Tanrı'nın kızıyım. Heaven is my home. Cennet benim evimdir. And Jesus is my savior. Ve İsa da benim kurtarıcımdır. And my Lord. Benim efendimdir. Now with every head bowed if you accepted Jesus Christ as your savior today. Eğer İsa'yı efendinizle kurtarıcınız olarak kabul ettiyseniz başlarınızı öne eğin üçe kadar sayacağım. And on the count of three, I'm going to ask that you lift up your hand right where you're seated or right where you're watching online. Üçe kadar saydıktan sonra oturduğunuz yerde ya da bizi izleyenlere ellerinizi kaldırmanızı isteyeceğim. And we'll count to three. One, Bir, two, iki, three. Üç. Quickly put your hand up if you're accepting Jesus Christ. Hızlıca ellerinizi kaldırın lütfen. Eğer Mesih'i kabul ettiyseniz başka var mı? Kim? Rab sizi bereketlesin. Başka var mı? Bu canlar kurtulan bu değerli canlar. God bless each and every one of you. Her biriniz Rab bereketlesin. Ayağa kalkar mısınız lütfen? Ellerinizi kaldırın kardeşlerim. Utanmayın ayağa kalkın. Because you're accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Come on, can we celebrate you? Come on, let's celebrate these precious souls. Come on, let's thank God for these precious souls who may be seated. I'm going to ask. Thank you. God bless you. Congratulations. I'm going to ask every one of you to just let one of the team members here let us help you. We got it. We'll we'll give you some material. We'll give you some encouragement. We'll pray for you. So come up to the altar when we're done. As soon as we dismiss. Come up to this altar and let somebody know about the decision you made or the person that brought you can can help us to know you because we want to meet you. You've accepted Jesus. You're welcome to the family of God. Hoş geldiniz Tanrı'nın ailesine. Welcome to the family of God. Tanrı'nın ailesine hoş geldiniz. Now, your life will never be the same. Yaşamınız artık aynı olmayacak. And when every child is born, ve her bir çocuk doğduğunda, they're born into a family. Bir aileye doğar o çocuk. And when you accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord, kurtarıcınız ve efendiniz olarak Mesih'i kabul ettiğinizde, you're born again into a family. Siz de bir aileye doğdunuz. It takes a family to grow. Büyümek bir aile gerektirir. It takes a family to live this Christian life out. İmanlı yaşamı yaşamak bir aile gerektirir. This is your church family now. Burası sizin kilise aileniz. Now you're in the family. Siz ailedesiniz şimdi. Now you're never going to be alone. Ve asla yalnız olmayacaksınız. Now you don't have to do it by yourself. Kendi başınıza çabalamayacaksınız. Now you have a hundred times more brothers or sisters. Yüzlerce daha fazla kardeşiniz var. A thousand times more brothers and sisters. Binlerce kardeşiniz, kız kardeşleriniz var. You have spiritual parents in your pastors. Ruhsal ebeveynleriniz var. 
kardeşleriniz var etrafınızda. This is the community where you can really grow. İşte bu büyüyebileceğimiz bir komünitedir. This is the community where you can really be a part of something special. Özel olan bir şeyin parçası olduğumuz bir topluluktur burası. The Bible says we can we can only grow when we're planted in God's house. Kutsal kitap diyor ki biz ekildiğimiz Tanrı'nın evine ekildiğimizde ancak büyüyebiliriz. You got to be planted. O yüzden ekilmemiz gerekiyor, dikilmemiz gerekiyor. Everybody knows flowers can only grow in good soil. Herkes biliyor çiçeklerin iyi toprakta yetişebileceğini. Everybody is a beautiful flower and a beautiful plant here. Burada herkes çok iyi bir bitki, çok iyi bir güzel bir çiçek. But you got to be you got to be grounded in some in some soil. You got to be planted. Ama ekilmeniz, dikilmeniz gerekiyor bir toprağa. How do you get planted? Nasıl dikiliriz, ekiliriz? Come, come to church every time. Her gün kiliseye gelin. Meet the people. İnsanlarla buluşun. Enjoy the hugs. Orada e, kutlayın birbirinizden iyi vakit geçirin. Receive the prayer. Duayı alın. Come and be a part of this. Gelin ve bunun bir parçası olun. You'll never regret it. Pişman olmayacaksınız. It's the best decision you could have ever made. Çünkü yapabileceğiniz en iyi karar bu. Today's the greatest day of your life so far. Bugün yaşamınızın en iyi günü. The day that we're born. Yeniden doğduğun gün. And then the day that we're born again. Normal olarak doğduğun gün doğal ve de yeniden doğduğun gün en güzel gündür. So congratulations. Sizi tebrik ediyorum. And stay connected now. O yüzden bağlantıda kalın lütfen bizimle. And we'll help each other. Birbirimize yardım edeceğiz çünkü. We need you as much as you need us. Birbirimize ihtiyacımız var sizin bize olduğu gibi. We all need each other. Her birimize ihtiyacımız var. Amin. Come on, let's give them one more hand. Hadi onları kutlayalım. Now. Now, as we close, I asked your pastor. Pastörünüze sordum. I said, please, I don't want you to take up an offering for me. Dedim ki lütfen benim için bir sunu toplamayın. It was very generous, and your pastors want to bless me. Çok cömertti ve beni gerçekten bereketlemek istedi kendisi. But I'm more interested in you. Ama ben sizinle daha fazla ilgileniyorum. And so this thought came to me. Bu şu düşünce bana geldi. To stir up the miracles, we're going to lay hands on everybody in a few moments. Burada herkes için dua edeceğiz. But there was a woman in Second Kings that needed a miracle. İkinci krallarda bir bayan vardı, mucizeye ihtiyacı vardı. Her husband, her husband had died. Kocası ölmüştü bu kadının. And she said, I don't know what to do. Ve ne yapacağımı bilmiyorum dedi. My sons are going to be taken captive now. Oğullarım köle olarak alınacak dedi. To pay back my debt. Çünkü kocamın borcunu ödemek için. So she said to the prophet Elisha. O Elisha peygambere dedi ki kadın. What am I going to do? Ne yapacağım ben dedi. And he answered her with this famous verse. Şöyle ünlü bir ayetle ona cevap verdi. She said, What am I supposed to do? Ne yapmam gerekiyor dedi. And he said, O da dedi ki, What do you have in your house? Evinde neyim var? She said, Just a jar of oil. Dedi ki bir şişe yağım var. And he said, Go get it. Al o yağı dedi. And start pouring it into vessels. Ve kaplara küplere doldurmaya başla dedi o yağı. And keep pouring it. Ve sürekli doldurmaya başla dedi. She only had one jar. Kadının bir tane kabı vardı. One jar of oil. Bir kabı vardı, bir kap yağı. This is all she had in her house. Evinde sahip olduğu tek şey buydu. And he said, "Pour it out." Dedi ki, o zaman onu dökmeye başla. Into the vessels. Kaplara dökmeye başla o yağı. And she could, she kept pouring. Ve o da dökmeye devam etti. She didn't run out of oil. Bakın, yağı bitmiyordu. She ran out of vessels. Kapları bitiyordu. A miracle happened. Bir mucize oldu. When did the miracle happen? Ne ne zaman oldu? When she took what she had in her house. Evinde olan şeyi aldı. 
and started pouring it into others. We have a theme here today, the vessels. Vessels are people. It's symbolized as people in the Bible. So she, so she keeps pouring and that vessel's full. She keeps pouring and that vessel's full. She keeps pouring and it's supernatural. She keeps pouring all into all these vessels. She had to go borrow empty vessels from her neighbors. And she poured into all of them. And she didn't run out of oil. She ran out of vessels. As long as we are pouring into others, we will never run out. We will never run out. We will never run out. As long as we're pouring into others, we will never run out. When we stop pouring into others, we're going to run out of oil. So why am I sharing this? Because instead of being at the end of the service with with a guest speaker instead of giving to me your church has a miracle plan your church has a plan to move into a bigger facility your pastor has a vision that doesn't include an elevator ride at two people at a time but the new facility that he's envisioning, it's on the ground floor, not the sixth floor. It's twice the size of this place. It's where you can have your offices and your church services. You can have the children's church spread out. You can separate the infants from the 10 year olds. Yani çocuklarla büyük yetişkinleri ayırabilirsin. To reach more people. Daha fazla insana ulaşabilirsiniz. To pour into more vessels. Daha fazla kaplara dökebilirsiniz. You heard me. It's more space. Daha fazla yer. To see more people come. Daha fazla insanın geldiğini görmek. And to pour into vessels. onların yaşamlarına dökmek, kaplara dökmek. And if we will keep pouring into others. Eğer başkalarına dökmeye devam edersek. We will never run out of oil. Biz asla yağımız tükenmeyecek. Our offering, our money. Bizim paramız. Is like oil. Bir şey yağ gibidir. Our money can be used for so many things. Birçok şey için kullanabilir paramız. Oil in that day was could be used for so many things. O zaman zamanında yağ birçok şey için kullanılırdı. But when she poured that oil into vessels, it symbolized what this church can do for this community. Bu bizim kilisemiz, bu toplum için ne yapabilir onu sembolize ediyor. I'm asking you to give tonight to your new building, towards your new building. We're believing God for $30,000. Is this okay I'm sharing this, Pastor? We're believing for $30,000 in U.S. money because we're going to take that much to pay for the first rent and deposit and all the redevelopment of the facility. Yeni binanın yapılacak işleri var, kirası var, depozitosu var. So that you can move in sometime in the summer or fall or whenever you get the money. Öyle ki parayı topladığımızda yazın ya da güz döneminde taşınabilelim. So we can keep pouring into more vessels. Öyle ki daha fazla kaplara dökelim biz kendimiz. So instead of giving to me. O yüzden bana vermek yerine bugün. And you already gave to me in the this morning you know there was an offering taken up. I'm pledging 
as the first gift, I'm pledging whatever came in for me, I'm putting that back into your building fund. And I'm going to add to it. Ve ona ekleyerek vereceğim bana I didn't gelene. come here to take, I came here to ben give. So I want everybody, I came a long way. Maybe you came 20 minutes, I came Çok 15 hours. Yoldan geldim ben 15 saatten. <gülüyor> Siz belki yarım saatlik yoldan geldiniz. I came a long way here. Uzun bir yoldan geldim I have buraya. a big church. Büyük bir kilisem var benim. I could be preaching to thousands of people right now. Binlerce kişiye vaaz But you're just as important. Ama siz de önemlisiniz. As any other church. You're just as significant as any other church. Because God deals with us as individual people. And you're just as valuable as anybody else in this world. And so are the Turkish people and all the international people. They need to come to a church like this. So would you just... Would you just let your heart be moved to be generous right now? And I'm asking for everybody to give something to the building fund. Could you pass out envelopes for people to be able to have? Thank you. We're going to pass envelopes and I want to pray for you and then I'm going to lay hands on everybody who's still here. But as we pray over this offering, Make your best gift. None of it is coming to me. None of it is going to the pastor. It's all going to the building. This is where your miracle can begin. When you pour what you have into the vessels. Maybe you say, I don't have $30,000. But all God is saying is, what do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? Give what you can. Don't promise what you can't. Just give what you can. And make sure to be generous. The, the Bible says the world of the generous it gets larger and larger. But the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. I want us to be the world of the generous. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you something? It has been my honor and my pleasure to be here. Thank you for letting me come and minister to you. Thank you for opening your church to me. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to come and to serve.